Canadian Paramedicine and Radio EMS are pleased to introduce Tim Partridge of Winnipeg Fire, EMS, and organizer of Respondapalooza, a very important fundraiser for a little girl and her family. Tim, thanks for joining us. Um, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got uh, involved with uh, Respondapalooza? Sure. So I guess being EMS radio, I should identify myself as a primary care paramedic in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Uh, currently in the advanced care paramedic program, I'm staring at my textbook, which is 2000 plus pages, and I'm just yes. questioning why I have made this decision. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've been working in the city uh, for almost 10 years now. Um, and yeah, that's that's who I am. I'm otherwise I'm not important. I, I used to be when it comes to responder palooza and my connection. I used to be before I had kids and before I started shift work. I was in a band with like my brother and a friend of mine, and we would play around Winnipeg and had a lot of fun. So I guess if you take one part of that, add it to the second part of the equation, you kind of have a framework for responder palooza. Well, that sounds very familiar to me, actually. <laughs> right on. <laughs> yeah. So. Tell us more about Respondapalooza. What, what's that about? Sure. So it's it's a bunch of things. It's uh, it, it's kind of snowballed into more than one <laughs> entity. But uh, in the beginning, it, it was just an idea of my uh, an acquaintance of mine was helping me do some renovations in my basement. Um, he's not like a good friend, but he's just like a friend. He's like I was comparing him to somebody that you do like a hockey pool with, so you know him, your buddies with him, but you're not seeing him every kind of week in any case. He's a lot better with his hands than I am, and he was he was helping me renovate my basement. I left some of my gear, like uh, I think I had a junkie Yamaha guitar and whatever else kicking around, and he was asking if I played. So, you know, we would inevitably chit-chat about just life in general and renovating and on his side of what he would commonly talk about was his daughter Sophie so at the time she was three and he would you know kind of tell me about uh, the work involved in taking care of her and the illness that she had and um, yeah it, it, I don't know, it turned into one of those very casual conversations over a couple adult beverages we should have one of these fundraisers for your daughter Sophie da, da, da. that's a great idea mm-hmm. and, and that was like that's kind of the origin story of it, it everything snowballed from there um, but yeah the, the the beginning was just a couple cold drinks and a guitar amp in the basement that we were fixing up at the time music does it every time doesn't it Ah, uh, yeah, it's a good catalyst, I suppose. It sure is. So, what about Sophie um, and her parents? Tell us a little bit about what's going on with her and how uh, Respondapalooza is going to try to help. So, I visited Sophie uh, earlier this month because uh, I hadn't seen her in a, in a very long time, and um, I just wanted to kind of touch base because, you know, the pandemic set everybody back when it came to communicating. And, and I do consider me and both her her mom and her dad friends. And uh, so we went down there and yeah, the, it, it was obvious quickly just how their lives have been shifted by having Sophie. And, uh, you know, I think that I'm a pretty busy person with 
having two kids, working a full-time job, being in the ACP course that I was talking about, having my band, all this stuff. Like I'm, I wake up at whenever I wake up and I'm going until half an hour before I can go to sleep and my brain's on. But comparatively, the work involved, like they're, they're dealing with like tube feeding and like airway suctioning. And like, it's just, it's such a different monster. She, she, she needs a wheelchair to get around. She can't support her head. She, she doesn't communicate the way that, you know, we do. So, you know, putting yourself in, in their shoes, it didn't take long. And it, it was good. I was glad that I did visit because um, it was kind of additional motivation. Yeah, and it was actually the catalyst that got me in touch with you guys in Canadian paramedicine. I was like, how else can I help? What else can I do? And that was one of the brain scheme ideas I had that night. Um, but Responder Palooza is going to help them uh, save up some money for uh, a renovated bathroom. They have just like an old school plain Jane bathroom right now. And it's not, especially because she's five now, her dad's a big dude and she's growing relatively quick. Uh, and she's heavy and carrying her around and dealing with like, you know, just the bathroom stuff that they have to deal with is getting difficult for them. So uh, that, that's where we're going to step in and hopefully we can, you know, cover a, a renovated bathroom that has like a side door access and just a, a seat in it and improve that area of care for them. Hopefully even more. Hopefully we can raise enough money to make it go past that. But that's the game plan for now. That sounds awesome. So much uh, that most of us take for granted, isn't it? And you don't realize until you're actually witnessing it firsthand sometimes. Yeah, it's a, it's a good reminder sometimes as to, you know, what you do take for granted. Yeah, you nailed it. So Canadian Paramedicine and Brady Williams really want to help support this. So tell the listeners what the what is the goal and who's behind all this? I understand there's uh, some real involvement from Winnipeg Fire, EMS, and Dispatch. So the event itself is comprised of uh, volunteers. I'm not paying anybody nothing. Nobody's getting anything from me uh, other than my time and motivation. Um, so we we've got uh, four bands or performers or a collection of both, um, all set up. Uh, they, they are comprised of uh, dispatchers, emergency dispatchers, um, paramedics, and firefighters. And it's, it's kind of an even split between the three. Uh, within my band, I'm actually performing at the event too. Uh, so I'm organizing and I'm performing and I'm helping just kind of get everything you know together. Uh, I, and um, in addition to that, I have some volunteers helping me out. I know Christy's going to want me to plug her. Um, I've, I've had um, a bit of a revolving door since the pandemic between who, who I've relied on to help me with some of the stuff just because I am so busy. Um, some of the media stuff in, in Winnipeg and I'm not good at Instagram or anything like that. So um, I work with a girl named Christy. She's a paramedic as well, an advanced care paramedic, and she's been helping me uh, with all of that stuff. So that's taken a lot off my plate. Um, so it's it's been a real collection, and it's it's actually been relatively easy to find help. Like I think the theme, it, like I guess in a way it was kind of premeditated, but I didn't expect it to be as successful and as simple as it was. I guess you ask somebody to help you check a box out of the gate because it's a great cause. We're helping a sick five-year-old girl. Like, how can you say no to that? Yeah, and well, then, yeah, that's right. And then 
you know, really, it's no surprise that yeah. the fire EMS and dispatch stands up to the cause. Yeah, and, and I think that adding that to to the, the asks that we've had and um, you know now you're you're helping a sick five-year-old and it's it's going to be a bunch of first responders we kind of have two two slam dunks when it comes to asking for help and um, yeah it, it's it's really added to the convenience of organizing everything oh that's good so Tim what's the goal um, how much money are you looking at trying to raise to uh, to do what we need to do for Sophie and the family that's a good question. Honestly, out of the gates, we um, when I started sending all the emails out to organize this thing, I booked uh, a pub that had a capacity of like 120 people. And we started hanging some posters and we only had two bands and it was just going to be this small, quick turnover thing. Very, very quickly did I realize that our formula was something that was bound for a little bit more success than this this pub. and. It was a bit of an awkward conversation with them saying that um, I don't I don't think that your venue is going to unfortunately have the capacity that we're going to need. And, and they were great. Uh, they, they were just happy that we were having the success that we were. So originally I was hoping to raise one thousand um, dollars. And at that time, which was before the pandemic, it was just to help kick in because they were saving up for uh, an easy access van for Sophie, which they've since settled for um, like a, a used version of what they were looking at. But now I, fingers crossed, like with, with ticket sales, we've actually just two days ago, we sold out the park theater, the capacity of which is over 600. Oh, good for you. I know. Um, and then we had the brain scheme idea to start collecting like um, a raffle prize section and the donations, <clears throat> excuse me, the donations that we've collected, uh, I, I would value those donations over $3,000. So, and then like I was talking about Christy before, she set up a GoFundMe. I think that that's, and thank you by the way for contributing to that from Canadian Paramedicine Radio EMS, but I think that is pushing another thousand dollars already. So um, I'm, I'm aiming for 10 now and anything over that is, well, even getting close to that is bonkers. So right. um, yeah, I'm not a contractor. I don't know what it's gonna cost for that kind of renovation to a bathroom, but I'm, I'm thinking that that's gonna be enough to, to help him out a lot. Yeah, it should help for sure. Tim, is there anything that we haven't covered that you think is important for the listeners to hear? Uh, I don't know. No, we, we've covered a lot of ground. Like, um, I guess one last aspect of, of Responder Palooza, like we talked about Sophie, that's obviously our primary goal to get, um, to get her some help and help out the Chidwick family with that. And the secondary cause is to just have, have a party like we've, which is kind of a redneck thing to say, but like, <laughs> uh, it's, it's one of these things. Sorry, I should say, if you're going to be editing, there's, <laughs> Oh, we're not taking that out. That stays. <laughs> one of, one of the blue collar aspirations of this event, now that it's, it's all been organized and we've gotten to the, the point where we've sold it out. This pandemic has been, um, a weight and it's been preventing like me included uh, 
it's been keeping me antisocial for like a year. I'm, I'm in my basement right now and it's sunny out. All I want to do is not be here aside from obviously participating in this interview. But um, it's, it's going to be, we're going to blow the roof off of that place. We're, we're really excited to just have a chance to, to not worry about the pandemic for a night. Everybody's got to be double vaccinated to get in. And um, yeah, I, I just... I hope that the people that have managed to get tickets are excited to just let it loose for a while. Well, and I'm betting that Fire EMS and Dispatch knows how to do that. <laughs> I'm betting you're right. <laughs> Tim, thanks very much for your time today. Canadian Paramedicine and Radio EMS is very proud to be able to assist, and we're going to do everything we can to try and raise some money for you. Awesome, yeah. I really appreciate everything you've done so far. Thanks. Perfect. Thank you. Canadian Paramedicine and Radio EMS are calling on our global EMS and first responder family to help Tim and the Winnipeg firefighters, paramedics and dispatchers raise funds for Sophie and her family. To access the GoFundMe page, visit www.canadianparamedicine.ca or www radioems.com Thank you for your support. Mm-hmm.